my son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Bet online, that's where the game starts, folks. That's our sponsor of the show. Make sure you uh, jump on over there. This is Believe in Commanders. I, I I always forget about this because we do it in between. And I have to, hey, let's reopen the show. So welcome to Believe in Commanders. Anthony Armstrong here. I'm joined by Cam Rogers. Brian Murphy is being a dad, new dad. Congratulations to him. So he's busy. Uh, Cam is joining us. He's sport betting analyst with Believe Network. He has his show, Lock It In with Cam Rogers. Uh, he has picks every week that he puts out there on the Twitter space. Cam, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks for joining. What's going on, Anthony? Happy to be here. Happy to reveal my spoiler alert right here on the show. So for anybody oh, planning snap. on watching these games, I'm sorry for revealing the scores, but I have to. Hey, see, then that, that's why we've been, me and Brian have been talking. I was like, we got to get Cam off for the, for the betting part. It makes the most sense. Um, but now we got Cam on and then Brian's not here. So he's missing out. He gets to hear about it. But let's get this thing started. Thursday night football. You've got the Atlanta Falcons, two and a half point favorites going to Carolina. Cam, what do you got? Yeah, I picked Carolina to stun Cincinnati a week ago, and look how that worked out. So I'm done with the Panthers. I'm done with P.J. Walker right now. We'll see what happens in this game. But here's the reality. The Falcons own the Panthers, having won eight of their last ten against Carolina. So I think that trend continues. I think they run the football well. Cordero Patterson is such a fun player to watch. So just run the football with him. Use that offensive line. I think Atlanta puts up 30 on Carolina. They win 30 to 21, so they cover. He even gave us a score, yo. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. I'm just going to give you a pick. I think Atlanta gets this one done. Uh, Carolina tricked that one off. They kind of popped their top a little early uh, the last time. But I'm going to go with Atlanta here in this game. Now, this second game. This one is actually going down in Germany, so it's on at 8.30 in the morning uh, on the 13th here on Sunday. So we got the Seattle Seahawks two-and-a-half-point dogs, uh, and extreme road dogs, because this one's in Germany, like I said, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You're I've going, been riding. Go ahead. I was just going to say, you're going from Seattle to Germany. Let's just yeah. factor that in, by the way, for the Seahawks. Yeah, I was. I mean, I figured, is it is it cheaper and better to go the other way? Right. Um, I, we should Google that because there's probably going to be all over the, 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 the TV, but I've been riding with Gino and I've just been riding with Gino ever since he said, Hey, he didn't write him back. And I was like, I love that, man. I love how he's showing up on the field and, and erasing the doubters, but my goodness, traveling halfway across the world to play against Tom Brady. I think that's tough. I think that's tough. I'm going to still ride with Gino because there's some off the field stuff that I feel would definitely take my attention away uh, from what's going on on the field for Mr. Brady. So I'm going to say the Seahawks get it done. That young defense looks like Legion of Boom 
2.0, just younger, and, and they don't know no better. They don't know that Tom Brady's supposed to be the best man uh, in the league right now. So I, I think they'll be able to go over there and uh, have some bratwurst and some Buccaneers for lunch. I'm going with the Seahawks. Sometimes you just have to look at the line and think to yourself, well, there's a reason why Vegas is doing this. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are favored. Minus two and a half. I think they cover in this matchup. They have to figure out a way to run the football. I think they can against this 27th ranked rush defense for Seattle. Again, the travel is a big storyline for me with the Seahawks and sort of getting acclimated to Germany after that long trip. I mean, I think you're approaching 20 hours in an airplane alone. Mm. With that, I think Tampa Bay finds a way here. I don't think it's pretty. It hasn't been all season long, but give me Tampa Bay to cover. And I'll tell you, if you're going to have to tell me, it's like, man, we had to travel, make these folks travel 20-some hours for us to get a win. I say, you know what, I'll take it. That's probably how they feel right now. It's like, we will take it. Uh, another team that's been feisty, same state as Tampa Bay, the Jacksonville Jaguars. They are nine and a half point dogs uh, to the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. Do you think that nine and a half is too big? It's too big. Yeah, I've got Jacksonville covering. I feel pretty good about that one. One of my best bets this week, plus nine and a half to get that one done in Kansas City. And Listen, the Titans hung around there with Malik Willis and Derrick Henry running the football, playing good defense. The Jaguars can kind of emulate that a little bit here against the Chiefs. The Chiefs have some issues in the run D, and that'll allow for this game to quicken up. So I think the Jaguars really keep it tight, 28-25. They lose, but they keep it tight. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's another good one. Uh, ETN had 150 some odd yards in one of these past couple of weeks. And the Jack Jacksonville Jaguars team have been – very, very uh, – they've, they've shown some some flashes. They've shown some flashes that they're very close. I think they're probably ahead of schedule uh, based on what everybody was expecting. I, I, I was thinking they were probably like another coach away uh, before actually hitting hitting some strides. So I'm, I'm excited to see what they're doing. They can cover this one, but Kansas City will win. Um, but, man, I tell you, it, how quickly it can go from being a seven – Point game and you think you're good and then here comes the last touchdown or a field goal that puts it out you know what I mean hate those things my goodness here's an interesting matchup Houston Texans they're taking a trip up to the Big Apple well actually Jersey they're going to Jersey to play the Giants what you got there upset special Houston goes into East Rutherford and beats the New York football Giants particularly because Anthony these teams are actually very similar on the offensive side. The Giants are 29th in the NFL in net yards per play. The Texans are 30th. So this is going to be a close game, and the Giants are not good on the defensive, defensive side here. Uh, 31st in opponent yards per carry at 5.5. All right, so run Damian Pierce all day long. Some play action off of that. I think the Texans find a way. They get it done. I like That sounds really good. I I'm going to go against the gray. I'm going to go against you. I should say not against the gray. I'm, I'm going to roll with the favorite uh, with the Giants. Just, just, uh, I feel like they're going to find a way to get it done. Um, that four and a half is a little scary. I, you know, I think the game could easily be a three point game, uh, but I do feel that uh, they can get this one handled. The issue for me with the Giants is I, I think that one, nobody expected them to come out to that start. And then there's no problem. There's no fault to them for that. But uh, I think that the league will catch up to them after a while. You know, D Daniel Jones will kind of come down 
back down to earth a little bit. No disrespect to him, but I mean, he's been playing great, played really well. But things are going to kind of settle down when people get tape on you. But this week, this week, fellas, I need y'all to go ahead and get this dub and cover it. Going into a close, I think this is the closest uh, line of the week. One and a half point favorite New Orleans Saints. They head up there to Pittsburgh to play Kenny Pickett and the Steelers. They got Pickett and Pickens out there. What do you got? Who are you picking in this matchup? It's going to be somewhat of a baseball score. 14 to 10. The Steelers win at home. Here's what I want everybody to focus on. Mike Tomlin knows Andy Dalton very, very well from his days at playing in Cincinnati. All right. So I think Coming off the bye, well-rested, Kenny Pickett, more time to learn the playbook a little bit as a starter. I think the Steelers, by the way, T.J. Watt back on the defensive side, find a way to get it done against the Saints. And the Saints are not really good. And again, they're coming off a short week, Monday Night Football. Yeah, uh, I think that they have a little bit of everything going on. So sometimes you got Andy Dalton in there, then you got Taysom Hill right. uh, throws in throws in there, and, and obviously the – the TV loves that because they get to run all that content. Uh, but in this one, I'm going to still roll with the Saints. Uh, I think just uh, Kenny Pickett probably makes him a little bit too many mistakes. Uh, you got a good veteran uh, defensive coordinator, head coach De- uh, Dennis Allen. I uh, think the Saints can at least pull this one out and get this win. Still, like I said, it probably won't be pretty. It won't be pretty at all. I like that. I like what you said, baseball score. I'm yeah. thinking five to two. <laughs> Ugh, just filthy, just filthy. Now we're talking still filthy. Detroit goes down to Soldier Field. They're playing the Bears. Bears are a three-point favorite. Uh, do you think they get this one? Yeah, this is another best bet of mine this week. The Bears cover no problem at all. Uh, this is a team that can run the football really, really well. The run blocking on the offensive line is great. Justin Fields has arrived, Anthony. And I think that momentum just continues from a week ago. So I think the Bears blow out the Lions 33 to 17. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Ooh-wee. 33-17. I think the big key here is uh, how is Justin Fields going to handle that pressure? Because, you know, Aaron Glenn is going to dial that thing up up there in Detroit. He loves the pressure, um, but they've also been beat by the pressure. And they give up a lot of points in Detroit, but they found a way to score them. I I kept swinging the bat with Detroit. I kept getting up there thinking this will be the week. They'll get them one. Uh, They don't do it now. Nope. Mm -mm -mm. I think Justin Fields, like you said, he's kind of feeling himself. He's getting comfortable in using his legs. I think sometimes you see young players, they try to be something else. Um, I think we get into too many labels and you try to play outside of what you are. Uh, play comfortable, play loose. You can throw the ball. You're a quarterback for a reason, but you're also very talented with your legs. Use that as a weapon. He's doing that. Chicago gets that W. Now here's a couple of, uh, couple of my former teams, uh, even though I was only with Cleveland for about – Two weeks, uh, longer than that. But <laughs> Cleveland is going down to South Beach to play the Dolphins. They're uh, three-point dogs. Cleveland, the Browns, are dogs. Three-and-a-half-point three dogs, I should say, against the Dolphins. 
What do you think there? I think two. Uh, I think two in the mango light them up. I think Miami covers this easy. We have a few disagreements this week, Anthony. Browns upset special in Miami. The Dolphins are one in five ATS in their last six games. They just surrendered six point three yards per carry to the Bears a week ago. All right. Now you've got Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, and that really good offensive line for Cleveland. Utilize that, win the line of scrimmage, steal a win in Miami. I think the Browns stun the Dolphins. Now, now, do you not feel – I think that, see, I think that Miami has confidence in the fact that they got enough offense for whatever, whatever they, they're dealing with on the defensive side. I think that's a dangerous game to play. Only Hell yeah, it is. Only because, right, I mean, the offensive line for Miami isn't that great, and if they have an off game – you can't rely on the defense to sort of save you a little bit, not like a Baltimore Ravens or a Buffalo Bills. So I think the Browns kind of smell that opportunity, and they're going to run the rock a lot. So yeah, yeah, we will see. I think we have, I think uh, we have Kareem Hunt maybe as one of our running backs, so he can have a good game uh, for fantasy purposes. Uh, but for this game, I need Miami to win by four. So uh, let's take it over here. This is a matchup we talked about previously. Kirk Cousins and the Vikings slide on up to Old Orchard Park to play Buffalo Bills. Um, is Josh Allen going to play, or is it going to be Case Keenum? You mentioned earlier you think that it don't matter. Uh, they're going to rally up those uh, wagons. Yeah, it's not going to matter. Again, I think the Vikings are a fraudulent seven and one team. I think they are the worst seven and one team I've never seen. I've ever seen. And listen, they're scoring the twelfth lowest points per game away from their home stadium. Now they're going up to a tough place to play in Buffalo. I don't know what the temperature is going to be, but I'm willing to bet it'll be sub forty degrees. So give me the Bills to win somewhat of an ugly game, considering Case Keenum is going to play at quarterback. 21-10, to 10, Buffalo gets it done. This team is angry, by the way. They just lost to the Jets, Anthony. So Hey, you can't, you can't diss the Jets like that now. I mean, the Jets have been playing good ball. Call it yeah. what it is. It's, it's, it's one of those ones where it's, it, it feels like it feels weird to say it. You know, it feels weird to have to talk about how the uh, the – the ooh Sunday. I'm looking at the weather. I pulled yeah. up the weather here. Sunday in Buffalo, 41 degrees with a low of 31, and there's a little flurry. So it's gonna be yucky. It's gonna be yucky weather. Uh, with that said, I'm on. I was gonna. I was gonna go and think Minnesota could cover something, but I want to go with Buffalo, man. I, I think Buffalo's gonna be all right. Uh, that cold and that that scenario there. Too much. The only ice that Kirk had on is going to be across his neck. He's not going to be doing the dance out there and on the field. It's going to be a little bit too much. Give me Buffalo in this one. Here's a one. Here's one matchup. Probably not as exciting as we wanted it to be. Denver two and a half point dogs. They're going to Tennessee. What you got there? Malik Willis versus Russell Wilson. Yeah, so Denver has been so darn bad on the offensive side. Like, it's absolutely broken right now. The Titans are 6-0 and ATS in their last six games. Broncos are 4-8 and ATS in their last 12 games. The Broncos only convert 29.2% of their third down opportunities. The Titans have the best third down defense in the NFL. Big flip from last year. Give me the Titans to cover minus three easily. 
Yeah, you got that one. Yeah, that, I, that that's probably the play. That's probably the play. It's definitely going to be what that defense does, and then eventually, uh, well, they're going to hand it off to to Derrick Henry. Give Let's him not thirty times and move. There might need to be forty. Just <laughs> hand that sucker off. I mean, they well, Malik Willis threw it ten times that one other week. I think mm-hmm. he's going to throw it about nine or ten times this week too. Uh, I'll take Tennessee as well. This is a game that that that's going to be interesting. It's going to be a lot of storylines. The Vegas Raiders play host to Jeff Saturday and his Indianapolis Colts. They're five-point dogs, the Colts are. What say you, Cam Rogers? Yeah, I think this is a bounce-back opportunity for the Raiders. They're a much better team at home. I think they find a way to get this one done. The Colts have a decent front seven, but I still love Josh Jacobs at the running back position. And then you have a new head coach, a new play caller, and someone of a new quarterback who's struggling right now in Sam Ellinger. So all that to say Raiders easily in this one. Yeah, I, I feel like this is going to be the ultimate just collapse of of a season for the Colts. It's, I mean, I don't know Jeff Saturday. I don't know. But this, the hiring seems weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, congratulations to him. You know, I'm, hey, you got your job. But it just seems a little odd, and I, I don't see how a team can um, really show up and actually – perform at a high level uh, with that type of change going on. So I'm going to roll the dice with the, with the Vegas Raiders on this one. Uh, here's one, two teams that are probably in my eyes, underperforming, definitely not where they would want to be um, in the position of their division. And for the entire year, the Rams are playing host to the Cardinals. One point favorites. The Rams are what say you Cam Rod. Is the line down to one? That's amazing. Yeah, I'm going with the Rams in this one easily. Much like the 49ers own the Rams, the Rams own the Cardinals, having won 11 of their last 12. Cardinals are 0-6 ATS in their last six games within the NFC West. I just don't know who the Cardinals are, and now we're getting news that Kyler Murray is dealing with injuries, and I guess Mm -hmm. Matt Stafford is in concussion protocol right now Mm -hmm. too, so it could be – uh, Colt McCoy against John Wofford at the quarterback position. Isn't that Ooh, exciting? So that, anyway, the Rams own the Cardinals. Give me the Rams. I'm not going to overanalyze this one. Yeah, that's definitely a game. I, I feel like the hype is falling off, falling off and falling off quickly. Um, I'll go Rams as well. Home home team will do it. Dallas, four and a half point favorites mm-hmm. going up to Green Bay. What do you got there? Is Des Bryant going to be uh, have have some revenge after this one. I guarantee you Des Bryant will be tweeting during this game, and I think he will be happy because the Cowboys win, the Cowboys cover, the Packers, much like the Broncos, are broken on the offensive side. Aaron Rodgers is frustrated. His wide receivers stink, and they can't run the football right now. So, listen, I just can't see how the Packers find a way to keep this one close. Unless Aaron Rodgers just pulls a rabbit out of his hat, which certainly he can do. He's Aaron Rodgers, but Dallas, oh, they're just such a good team. Give me the Cowboys. Yeah, and I, I think that Cooper Rush really helped this team a lot more than people are willing to give him credit for by being able to just hold it down and, and win ball games. And then people are like, oh, well, the defense did. I don't care what you say. Cooper Rush did a damn good job, and now you get your starting quarterback back in. They're going to be able to handle the 36-degree weather. It's going to be cold up there in Green Bay, but it's going to be clear. Uh, clear skies, and they're going to be able to have their have their way uh, with, with Green Bay, frankly. I, I, it surprises me how they just haven't given Aaron Rodgers any help. And, and I mean, Matt LaFleur, I'm really confused. 
Like, help your boy out, man. Give him something. Do something. Then you hear after the fact they've made some offers and made some try to do something, but it's not enough. Hadn't been enough so far. So I'll take Dallas as well. Tony Pollard is playing outside of his mind, and I think he's going to help them over the cheese. Here we go. Let's take it back to the West Coast. We got the Chargers seven-point dogs against the 49ers. What do you got? The Chargers are such frauds. They're not a good football team. I mean, they're okay, but like they're not going to win this game, and they're not going to cover in this game, particularly because their front seven is horrible. They just relinquished over 200 yards to the Atlanta Falcons last week, and yes, they won the football game, luckily, but that's not sustainable. And here comes Christian McCaffrey, this offensive line for San Francisco, and Kyle Shanahan, who's probably licking his lips, looking at this front seven for L.A. So 49ers, minus seven, they cover, no problem. I feel like the Chargers are definitely one of those teams that they, they, they real shiny. It looks real good. And you go yep. there and you knock it over and you're like, dang, it's not what I thought. Um, and, and I want them to be so good, but San Francisco, they, they will win this game and they're just like an ugly win. They just an ugly winning team right now. Jimmy Garoppolo gets them over the top. They can get this seven point win, probably win by eight. That's probably what you're looking at right there. Uh, last matchup, Monday night game, Washington. We mentioned this earlier on the other show. Washington is an 11-point dog against Philly on the road. What do you got? I've got the commanders keeping this one close. That spread is too big for me. Taylor Heineke at the quarterback position. He's gritty. He's athletic. He can create. If this was Carson Wentz, I'd probably pick Philadelphia to cover, but that's not the case here. So I think Washington finds a way to keep this one tight, but Philadelphia does indeed cover, or excuse me, does indeed win outright. Yeah, I like that as well. The 11 points are too big. Uh, there's going to be probably like a late, a late, minute drive you know minute 30 and you give the ball to Washington and you see what happens that's going to determine uh, if, if Washington wins or if they just end up covering this game so I think that's the scenario that we'll be in uh, I'll save my overall prediction for the fourth quarter but I think Washington can cover this one so uh, pretty good week right there Cam I appreciate you jumping in for Brian glad to have you y'all check him out on his show lock it in over there on the Believe Network Cam you got anything for him Ah, just follow me on Twitter at Mr. Rogers 99. Continue the conversation with me. Let me know who you're picking this week in the NFL. And Anthony, of course, thank you so much for inviting me on. You're doing great work. I appreciate you guys. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Now, y'all check us out on TuneIn Radio, Sirius XM. Uh, we're all over the place. All your favorite streaming platforms. And hey, check us out on Twitter as well. Hit us up. Let us know what your picks are. What do you agree with? What do you not agree with? Thanks to the folks over there at Bet Online. Use that code BLEAV to get that 50% welcome bonus. We are out of here, guys. We'll see you later. Have a good one. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program. The world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities.